Welcome to the Two Witness Podcast. You're listening to the Two Witness Podcast with Dave and Celeste and our special guest, David Jr. You can reach us at twowitness at protonmail.com. That's two W-I-T-N-E-S-S at P-R-O-T-O-N-M-A-I-L.com. We want to start by a brief word from our sponsor. All right. Thank you for listening to the Two Witness Podcast today. And our topic today is corruption. And we're here with David and David Jr. How are you doing today, guys? Doing well. How how are you? I'm wonderful. Thanks for asking. I'm well. I'm well also, Celeste. David, how are you? I'm doing good. Doing good. Great. All right. Now, title today, again, is Corruption and what is corruption? Corruption is a dishonest or fraudulent con- conduct by those in power, typically involving bribery. So today we're talking about bribe. Um, we're talking about corruption. And David, what thoughts do you have on our subject today? Well, I, for me, I think that that's the number one issue that we should be concerned about as citizens. Are if you look at it, all our institutions of government is thoroughly corrupted you name it all the alphabet soup uh uh institutions you name it world health organization centers for disease control central intelligence agency fbi national intelligence system all of those systems at the upper echelon level which counts to most has been thoroughly corrupted so i could imagine that all those real hard uh all those real loyal, uh, intense patriots who are working at the lower levels in those organizations, they must be thoroughly disgusted to work uh, for the government given what's going on and the impact that it's having on our nation. So I'm thoroughly alarmed at what's going on. Me too. Yeah, this is an important topic to talk about and to pray about. And I want to give our anchor scripture for today and start off with prayer I want to um, definitely pray for President Trump uh, and the upcoming election as well. Our anchor scripture is Isaiah 520. Woe to those who call good evil and evil good, who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. So we want to understand that we're living in a time where evil is being called good and good is being called evil. And we want to definitely, um, you know, be the voice of light, the voice of truth, calling out these things that are going on and hopefully being an agent for change. We want to start off right now and, and pray. Um, Jesus disciples came to him and he said, Uh, teach us to pray and they said and Jesus said when you pray say our father which art in heaven we honor your name today your kingdom come your will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and we thank you for provision we ask you Lord to forgive us of our sins as we forgive others lead us not into temptation but you we ask you to deliver us from all evil for you are the kingdom the power and the glory We pray for President Trump, Vice President Pence. We pray for all those in leadership and authority over us, according to scripture, that we may lead a peaceful life. Father, we pray for President Trump, his family. Lord God, we pray for special angel protection. You are the commander of heaven's army, and we pray a special 
um, prayer provision and protection upon President Trump, uh, FLOTUS, and, and all in government, Lord God, especially President Trump. We know that being president is not an easy job, Lord God, and we just ask you to strengthen him, oh God, even as we enter into the, the election. Father, we pray that your will be done in the election, oh God. We know that you set up kings and you take town kings, Lord God, and we thank you in advance, for Lord God, for protecting President Trump and, and his wife and his entire family. We thank you and praise you in advance in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So, yeah, um, definitely today's topic is, again, corruption. And, David, you made some uh, important points starting off already talking about the alphabet soup um, of, of the different branches that we have. And it's not always as it seems. And we are definitely living in a generation where evil is called good and, and evil, good is called evil and evil is called good. And we want to make sure... And that's why we pray about the upcoming election. We want to make sure we have a leader in place that uh, stands on a platform of righteousness and everyone has to do their own search searching and do their own prayer before God, asking them which platform is a platform that stands for righteousness because we are um, Christians. So uh, when it comes to um, corruption, do you have any other thoughts that you'd like to bring forth? Well, first thing I want to do is I want to acknowledge uh, your nephew and my son on this podcast. I think that as a family, with you being my sister and all, I think if families can start having these types of conversations about what's really, really going on, and eventually we can get the word out via these podcasts, the Two Witnesses podcast, and hopefully people can become more and more aware of what's going on, and then they can make more informed decisions about the upcoming election. Not just that, because as we talked before, Celeste, this 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 election is not about Republican versus Democrat, red versus blue, Trump versus Biden, Harris versus Pence, um, uh, red states versus blue states, or any of the other ping pong matches that they want the average citizen to watch. That's exactly what the powers that be, I'll call them they, the, the hierarchy enslaving you all, or them, the hierarchy enslaving me, want us to do. They just want us to keep our head on a swivel looking at the ping pong ball going back and forth, back and forth, and meanwhile the noose is tightening. So I feel really honored to have uh, this podcast opportunity with not only you, but also inviting my son who was born, um, you know, quite a few years ago on the podcast, representing a whole new generation, a whole new generation of thoughts. So I wanted to welcome, welcome him to the podcast also. And so let's uh, get his thoughts on, on this and then we can get into the main body of what we need to talk about, about how corrupt and evil things really, really are. Absolutely. Welcome, David Jr. We wanted to hear your thoughts. Uh, yeah, corruption, it's, uh, it's very simple. Um, it's a betrayal of the public. Uh, people that have been entrusted with a um, coveted position, if you will, given um, the, the duties and the powers that come with it to act on the behalf of the people um, only to find out that some 
are doing things unbecoming of that position. Um, and it's everywhere. It's deep. <laughs> it's... It seems like, uh, you know, like now it, you know, my, my dad made a good point that it just seems like it's just being done out in the open. And the, the scary thing about it is when you call attention to it, nothing happens. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, it, and, it, you know, not not to say give up, but you just know what you're looking at going ahead, what you're facing. Um and then the the other part of it, the other half of the battle is people are carrying that belief, that corrupted belief. And, uh, you know, once you have people that support it, actually, um, willingly or uh, you, brainwashed or even or, or they like that kind of stuff either way, you know, um, now you have the public in discord. Um, not just discord but like negative discord it's it's you know um the meeting of the minds where one you know to get together for the ideas and and change it and alter the narrative of going uh left but uh you know that's why people are fighting and you know to me it seems like it's a multi-headed octopus with several sets of tentacles everything's tangled up and, um, you know, what's worth cutting away, what's worth actually getting the knots out. And, um, you know, the corruption as far as getting back to our government, the fibers that uh, are in our constitution and our building blocks, those are being threatened at, you know, that's at an all time high. And that's what we all have to safeguard, white, black. If we want to continue to do all this fighting back and forth and um, all that, well, we need to actually band together, focus on saving that, and then if we want to go back to it, we can. But even that um, is, you know... Yeah, that's it. That's corruption. <laughs> wow, yeah, you made some really important points there. Um, being a representative of Generation X, Gen X, and looking at 2020, um, what advice or encouragement can you give others first of all i wanted to know how are you feeling uh about everything that's gone on in 2020 from the george floyd protest to uh, covid 19 to everything that's gone on in, in 2020 how are you feeling and also would you have any advice to give um any words of encouragement or or anything like that for people that are part of your uh, age group? Hopefully, uh, for the people that are a part of my age group, they've seen enough already um, to let them know that uh, you still have to continue on with your life. You still have to do what's right, not only for yourself, uh, God, your family. Um, and taking into consideration COVID-19, George Floyd, Kobe Bryant. <laughs> um, That's right. That was in like January of this year. That's yeah. true. Um, you know, as an avid consumer of social media on multiple platforms, um, I saw some comments. Now, these people are just 
basically speaking off the bad situation, obviously, because Kobe and his daughter Gianna. But uh, um, someone had a comment. I should have screenshotted it, but it said something about, I wonder what else 2020 has to offer. And uh, they didn't know. So I, I believe also in the Bible. Um, whether, you know, no, no matter how I'm feeling spiritually that day, whether I'm ready to walk away from it or run straight to it, the Bible will always stand. And in those prophecies does call for bad times. Um, if it just happens during my generation or my daughters, um, I guess we're going to experience it. But, um, when you hear about the, some of the scriptures that have been written thousands of years ago coming alive today. Um, I'm not so, really scared. Um, yeah. I mean, it, 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 excuse my language. It sucks to see, to go through, to have to deal with. Right. But I'm not surprised that it's happening. Right. So you're right. just kind of like, all right, well, what do I need to do to make sure that me and mine are good? And I'll just take it as, you know, go from there. Excellent. You made some really excellent points there. And, uh, one thing that really stood out to me from the things that you said is that you understand that the things that we're going through are biblical and their fulfillment of biblical prophecy. And those who do go through the fulfillment of biblical prophecy here in the end times, it is a very difficult time. Um, but at the same time, we know that there's an answer in the word of God letting us know what's happening because Jesus does let us know what's going to happen before it happens. So, um, yeah, we always look to the scripture to know what's going on and how we should respond. And, and it's not a surprise to us because we know the word of God and it's already been foretold that those things are going to happen. We'll definitely appreciate, uh, input from, from you, um, today on our podcast on, um, you know, how you're feeling and just get a general sense of, um, you know, the things that you've gone through in 2020. And uh, you're listening to the Two Witness Podcast with Dave Celeste and David Jr. today. We thank you for listening. And we're going to go push it back to David so he can give some more thoughts on our topic today, which is uh, corruption. David, you all, David Jr. also said something that stood out to me as far as um, making sure that his and his, his, you know, that he has his family in order. And that's our uh, mantra is to prepare, which is pray, receive, evaluate, participate, activate awareness, reach others and have an uh, evangelistic expectation. So we definitely want um, everyone out there who's listening to prepare, get your house in order spiritually and physically uh, for any eventuality, especially as biblical prophecy are coming to pass. Uh, David, I'm going to push it back over to you. You can give us some more information on the topic today, which is corruption. Well, you know, as you two were sharing, I picked up my copy of the Constitution, and I thought about the founders, what must have been going through their minds a couple of hundred years ago as this nation was very young and we were growing uh, from the 13 original colonies and we were being subjected to, even though my ancestors were slave, I still say we, um, uh, abuses by the King George and the British government, uh, even though they were across the Atlantic Ocean, we could still feel their impact. And I came across the, let me just share this with our listening audience. Uh, 
uh, and good evening to all of you. The Declaration of Independence. This is the action of the Second Continental Congress on July 4th, 1776. The unanimous declaration of the 13 United States of America. When in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another and to assume amongst the powers of the earth a separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and of nature's God entitle them, a decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or abolish it and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence indeed will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light in transient causes. And accordingly, all experience have shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer while evils are sufferable than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations, pursuing invariably the same object, evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. Such has been the patient sufferance of these colonies, these states. As such, now is the necessity which constrains them to alter their systems of government. And I'll stop there. And these words might as well be written 16 minutes ago instead of 200 years ago, as far as the abuses that we, the people of the United States, have been taking from our government, I think, for the last 40 years, really. And it's an absolute honor to have my son on this call with me, uh, on this podcast with you and I, Celeste. Uh, because I remember when I left home as a young man, and shortly thereafter I left home, uh, my wife gave birth to David. David's mother gave birth to him. And I remember graduating high school back in 1978. <laughs> that makes me dated a little. But uh, I, and I remember the biggest things in my mind as I was prepared to head off to the military was, number one was the Vietnam War. What the heck was that about? I never could understand why we're in Vietnam, number one. And number I two, I couldn't, and then number two, I couldn't understand why we didn't win. And if you really look at it, we haven't won a war since then. The second issue was this issue as I was headed off. It was about illegal immigration. I remember President Reagan at that time. That was right around the uh, transition uh, of the Reagan administration and the Democrats and the Republicans even 40 years ago could not get their act together. I, I guess it was 50 years ago now. Wow. They still could not get their act together about doing something about the nation's immigration laws. So basically what Ronald Reagan did after he fired all the air traffic controllers from being on strike was 
he declared blanket amnesty for 30 million, I think it was 25 to 30 million illegal immigrants who was living in this country. And the reason that we got to 25 to 30 million illegal Im immigrants was because for the 20 and 30 years prior, the Democrats and Republicans never adjusted the nation's immigration law. And as that time frame goes by, they become more and more beholden to special interests because of agricultural labor or technical labor or whatever the case may be. They never resolved it. And so what they do is instead of having the political will to resolve all these issues that affects all of our families here in the United States, what they do is they kick the can down the road and then they come up with these very creative names for their malfeasance, as David was talking about, their, 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 their lack of carrying out their oaths of office. And then they come up with these terms called sanctuary cities or DACA. They even spread it to the abortion lobby. Now it used to, back then it used to be uh, that when Roe versus Wade was passed, I think it was in 1973, I remember that as a junior high schooler. And I remember distinctly, the law distinctly back then said that you had to have an abortion within eight weeks or it was illegal. Now they've pushed the term of abortion out to, to what they call live birth abortion. Now the baby is full term, nine months still attached to the mother with the umbilical cord. And now they give the mother like Caesar a thumbs up or thumbs down, whether the baby lives or dies. Crazy. That's corruption. That's corruption. That is so corrupt. That, that is, so is crazy. Yeah. And, and so what they do is they play what I call generational long ball. And they never solve any of these issues. And now everything has come up to the head. And of course, they were enriching themselves and their families at public expense all the, uh, during all this time. And I guess we as a people, we didn't really care. But now we've been locked down in our homes for 10 months out of a year of our lives and our children can't even go back to school this fall without being inside of a inside of scuba gear in order for them to remain safe. Everybody's scared out of their wits and our government is not working. You just look at the corruption that's gone on Really, since the uh, Clinton administration, and I'll say this for a fact, I think the three biggest problems in this country is number one is ain't nobody resigned or been fired since Clinton, except in the military. Number two, ain't nobody gone to jail since Bernie Madoff. And number three, there ain't been no news in this country since Walter Conkite died. And the news media is uh, one of the biggest, biggest, biggest violators of our Constitution because their 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 duties are expressed uh, are expressed here in the Constitution. As I flip it back and forth about the role of a free press, but our press isn't free anymore. You name it, any alphabet soup, CNN. You can include Fox in that. You can include all the different newspaper, Washington Post, Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram. All these different media functions now, there is no liability whatsoever for what they do. In my business, they would call that false advertising and you could be brought up on charges. But since it's the media that everybody's making their decisions on, guess what? They get to get away with it scot-free. So I am thoroughly disgusted with our government. You look at what happened during the Obama administration and before any of our listener audience get get it twisted. I voted for President Obama twice and it had didn't have anything to do with him being black. I honestly was naive enough to think that I was voting for the right for the best person each time. 
That's how ignorant politically I was. But then I realized that President Obama, once he got into office, he deliberately started taking bricks by brick. He took that Harvard, world-class Harvard education as a constitutional law professor and used that knowledge to systematically and destructively take brick by brick by brick out of our Constitution to the point that we have the chaos that we have going on in the country right now. And Hillary Clinton was supposed to put the death blow on the United States of America. Why? Because the whole goal is these people have been thoroughly compromised. They've sold their souls to the devil and the one-worlders. They want a one-world government, one-world currency, one-world army, one-world court system. They want to dramatically reduce the population of the earth from about 7.7 billion to less than a billion people. Some estimates, if you look at the Georgia Guidestones, is 500 million. And this whole coronavirus, this Wuhan coronavirus, is the biggest crime against humanity that I've ever witnessed in my entire life. Well, David, why do you say that? Well, I noticed when it came out back in January, a friend told me about it, actually. You know, I have a, a very diverse group of friends, and he told me about it. And I said, well, so-and-so is a biological weapon from what you're telling me. Well, David, how can you say that? You know, I, I just told you this, and then five minutes later, you're saying it's a biological weapon. I said, look, for, well, from what I've learned in my experience as an adult, if it looks like a duck, act like a duck, walk like a duck, and quack like a duck, it's probably a duck. And then if you look at what happened about, just look at what's going on. Look at what's going on. Let's back up to the Obama administration. The first thing he did was install his own people into the highest levels of government. And guess what? All the good people that got into government to serve the people, guess what they did? They said, the heck with this. I don't want any part of this swamp. And by the way, folks, swamp cleaning is a very, 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 very dirty business. And not, it's just not here in the United States. It's actually global and around the world. So you might want to give President Trump and his team of people, because I do believe that there's patriots out there. You might want to give them a little bit of a benefit of the doubt that they know exactly what's going on, about what's been going on, and be a little bit more patient. They actually funded the terrorism, MS-13 and ISIS, that with taxpayer dollars in order to get us all in fear so that we could pass the Patriot Act. And look at what happened since they passed the Patriot Act. You talk about corruption. People think that the Patriot Act has to do with patriotism. It doesn't have anything to do with patriotism. Again, here they go with the words. It doesn't have nothing to do with patriotism. What the Patriot Act enabled the government to do was to take all the tools, all the tradecraft, all the spy tools, all the technology, all the computers, all the spying apparatus that they were using to spy on other countries. And guess who they started spying on? The American people. And then 20 years, 19, 20 years after the Patriot Act was passed, guess what? We impeach a president over a perfect phone call. Yeah, definitely. We we have definitely seen a lot of corruption in this country, and we are definitely looking to God for our answers and for direction because we are living in a day where evil is called good and, and good is called evil. So um, definitely you made a lot of great points there. I did hear you mention the New World Order. And that is the ultimate end game of a satanic world is they're looking forward to establishing that one world religion, that one world government. And that's the highest 
form of corruption is the new world order that is being propelled by the elites. It's not a coincidence or a um, or anything like that. The, the Satan always tries to mimic or copycat things that God has already instituted. For instance, the Georgia Guidestones. It's no. Um, it's it's a direct. Um, it's, it's a direct uh, slap in the face of God from Satan that they made it 10. It's like the 10 commandments of the new world order. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And, you know, how exactly are they planning on maintaining humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature? Uh, so it's very demonic. It's very corrupt. Uh, and that is the big picture of everything is that um, the 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 new world order and those that are in alliance with that agenda um, are just trying to do things to weaken governments and to bring about all these crises all over um, these different countries so that they will be willing to turn over sovereignty. You know, it has to be really bad for a president, a king, a queen, or prime minister to turn their sovereign nation over to a one world government. And, um, you know, as I uh, began to read and research for this podcast and found out the RC Christian went to Stonemaker in Georgia and the man asked him, hey, what is this for? He says the new world order. He was, there wasn't like a secret. He maintained his anonymity about who he was because RC Christian is not his real name, but he was not shy to tell the Stonemaker that this is a new world order. The Georgia guy stones is a new world order, 10 commandments. There's, those are their 10 commandments. So it's corruption at, 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 at the highest level, which is a spiritual wickedness in high places. So um, I just wanted to bring that up real quick. So we're going to go ahead now and take a quick um, station break. And you're listening to the two witness podcast with Dave and Celeste. And today's topic is corruption. We're going to take time out for a word from our sponsor. Thanks again for listening to the Two Witness Podcast. You're with Dave and Celeste. And today's topic is corruption. And Dave, I just wanted to, um, to shoot it back over to you. Um, what did you think about what I said about the New World Order and the uh, Georgia Guidestones and the Ten Commandments? Well, you know, Celeste, uh, I I would just I would just submit to people is when it comes to pursuit of your happiness, when it comes to your life and your liberty, how are they being threatened this year? I've been telling people for years that things are going to get bad, 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 bad. Ah, oh, David, you're just a paranoid veteran. Ah, oh, David, you know, blah blah blah. Here you go again. And even this year, when I talk to people, they seem to think that is life as usual. I said, no, my friend, is life unusual. How much more evidence do you need about what's really, 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 really going on? How much of your life and your liberty are you willing to give up voluntarily to a government that's become totally totalitarian and tyrannical? Just look at what's going on down in the land down under in New Zealand and Australia and how people are having their rights are taken away. You look at the quarantine and isolation camps that they're building up in Canada for people that are non-compliant with the new, new world order mandated mandatory 
mandatory vaccines that are guaranteed to change your genetic makeup if you if you take any of these mRNA based vaccines. You take a look at you know how many positive. You notice that the case count is rising. You you know at the beginning of the coronavirus, uh, the uh, Wuhan coronavirus epidemic here in the United States, they were talking about the number of deaths, talking about the number of deaths. That's why they were taking sick people and putting them in nursing homes. Let's jack up the death count. Let's jack up the death count. You know, David, when you and I was uh, you know uh, at the hotel, you know, for your sister's wedding, we ran into a friend of ours, a hospital administrator. What did he say? Well, David, you know, we get uh, three thousand five hundred dollars for a regular flu test for a coronavirus test we get thirteen thousand dollars if we put person on a respirator we get thirty nine thousand dollars and if they die and we put covid on the death certificate guess what we get even more money whatever the highest bidder would pay at that particular time so all the numbers are inflated you, you know david you you know you and i we were talking about how carrie mullis the guy who invented the coronavirus testing kit that everybody's taking it's called the RT-PCR test. You want to share with our listening audience a little bit uh, about what you found out about that? Uh, sure, Dad. Yeah, so we all know who this guy is. Kerry Mullis won a Nobel Peace Prize back in 93 for coming up with a test that we are now using to detect COVID. I, and it's funny, YouTube will let you not find what you're looking for if they don't want you to look for, to find it. You know, they have to give it to you, I guess. Uh, at some degree, but uh, it's just funny uh, how you type things into the search bar. And then if you try to do the um, the opposite of uh, most of the time it's political around that arena. It, it's just it's just funny. But anyway, you look it up and uh, he's going over. Uh, he's discussing his predecessor's work on the HIV to AIDS transition and what causes it and uh he thought that he was going to find overwhelming evidence because he says that they were actually treating the problem or treating the cause as the actual cause and all of the efforts are being given in you know uh, in that direction hmm. but then when he took another look at it, he found out that he actually could not find any link between hiv and aids it's so funny you mentioned that uh were you done? I wanted to, uh, before I forget the thought, I wanted to add to what you guys were speaking about earlier as far as corruption. Okay, I think for Generation X or AKA us 80s babies, I think what makes it a little bit more significant for us is because we are we were actually kids when we started, when the change was really happening. And it's funny because you just look at how we grew up as kids versus how our next batch grew up as kids. We were there for the beginning of the technology with the pagers and the wireless uh, house phones. And now, you know, it's, it's, it's on a whole nother level. And dad, for you with Obama, yeah, the guy said all the right stuff, you know, I voted for him too. But the one thing on top of some iffy, you know, some other things like the Iranian deal and all that, but uh, the whole thing with Monsanto, and being in Florida, which is a Monsanto stronghold, you know, when you think when he signed that Protection Act and what it actually does to people, like, what are we doing messing with that stuff anyway? Especially, you know, genetic, genetically modified foods. You know, what are we doing? That's what we got. That's why we got soil and seeds that takes care of that. We don't have to do none of that. But anyway, 
And and that's another thing that has to deal with corruption. Well, you know, like I said, uh, I woke up with President Obama, as you were talking about, when he signed the Monsanto Protection Act. You know, you get busy with your lives, folks. I understand people that think that this is just a regular election. You're going to go and cash your ballot, then you're going to go back to sleep, go back to your lives and, you know, go back to your job, your career, your profession, paying your bills, whatever it is, going to college, whatever it is that you do every single day. But, folks, I am telling you literally Society can come to a screeching halt at any moment now. We can actually have military troops, either our troops or worst case, other nations' troops in our streets in a blink of an eye if we don't get this right. And so when I found out that President Obama signed a Monsanto Protection Act, I really started to take a critical look. I didn't buy hope and change anymore because I was running out of hope and I didn't see much change. And the change I did saw was negative under his administration. I started to see things like our sailors and our military around the world being straitjacketed as far as uh, rules of engagement, as far as engaging the enemy. I started to take a look at how they were building up the Spratly Islands, uh, outside of the Philippines and how they were basically just shoals and fisheries for Filipino fisher folk and Chinese fisher folk. That area has been disputed for the last 500 years. And now China has basically taken the bull out of the horns under the Obama administration, really built them up into full-blown military bases with air landing strips and whatnot. And I was like, why is the Obama administration not pushing back against that? I also watched Russia take over the country of Crimea without any action whatsoever with the Obama administration. As a matter of fact, when they tried the incursion in the Ukraine, Obama just sent them pillows and blankets. And I was like, well, what happened to our strategic alliances around the world? What's going on with all that? And then, so I started looking to the Monsanto Protection Act and basically Monsanto. Now folks, this is the same company that the predators, it's now owned by Bayer. Bayer was a company that was owned by IG Farben. IG Farben was a country company during World War II that made the Zyklon B gas that was used to exterminate 6 million Jews in the concentration camps. And one of the things that Monsanto has been busy doing through big agriculture is taking over and patenting seeds and building pesticides in our seeds and our food supply. And I started to see this here in California on the grocery shelves, where it's 90% of the stuff, 90, 95% of the produce and products that you buy in a supermarket now are genetically modified. And there's never been any scientific tests or routine long-term clinical studies on what that does to the human body over time. Dad, I've had people defend that. Well, I've had people it defend it and say, oh, well, it's to make the make it taste better. It's to make more of it because we're, you know, we're uh, a booming, always a booming population. And I'm like, yeah, I get that. Right. Well, that sounds like effective advertising to me, but it's no, right, it's still, right. it's still a discord, absolutely demonic. And, uh, you know, so I started to take a look at these things. I started to take a look at why was there no pushback? And now we're finding out this week that, um, uh, uh, you know, the Biden administration and the Biden family, uh, they were actually on the take with monies coming from Ukraine and monies coming from Russia. I was going like, ah, oh, that makes sense. That's why they didn't push back against Cry uh, when Russia pulled into Crimea and what was going on in the Ukraine. Uh, I, and, and they were on the take for money in China. And then I was going like, okay, ah, that's why they're not pushing back against the Chinese militarily as they seek to take over. You got China right now on a war footing. 
uh, President Xi Jinping has already told his troops to prepare to go to war. They actually have warplanes circling 24 hours, 24-7, the island of Taiwan. And you look at how they just annexed uh, Hong Kong and, and took away those people's rights and freedoms. And they're supposed to be autonomous. And now they're after Taiwan. If you think Chinese aggression is going to stop with Hong Kong and Taiwan, you're wrong. The Philippines is next. And then it's hopscotch to Hawaii. And then we're looking at the West Coast of the United States. When you're dealing with totalitarianism, you really have to kill it. There's no other choice because these people are amoral. They don't have a God. They don't have a moral compass of about what's right and what's wrong. And so I look at all these abuses about how President Obama weakened this country. And I tell you, I really regret both votes. If he was running against anybody other than Mitt Romney his second time, I would have voted for that uh, other party candidate. I don't care if they were in the Green Party, I would have voted for him. Uh, but I wouldn't have voted for President Obama or Mitt Romney. So I wound up voting for President Obama again. I'm bitterly disappointed in President Obama. He should be ashamed of himself. He should be brought up on charges and tried for treason. Same thing. And Hillary Clinton, she was supposed to come in and put the death blow to America finish unraveling the Constitution, finish taking away all our rights, close all our military bases, get the rest of the good people out of government, stack the Supreme Court so they could basically take over all the laws, and folks, we would have absolutely no rights whatsoever in the land of freedom. Now, so I'm uh, just encouraging people to wake up and understand what's really going on because they're really trying to destroy the United States of America because President Trump and middle-class families like yours and mine are the only thing that's standing between them and a total takeover of the world. Dad, and this bro, is where we are. Sorry, I just want to interject on that. Uh, Please. Here's, here's, here's something to think, uh, something to think about that. It, there is a certain respect for the way we run things. And, you know, uh, once you start, um, you know, once you start messing with the core, Things get real unstable, and then things fail. They fall. We're going to be parceled out to whoever. But, uh, you know, as a kid, you know, it, it goes right in, long, right in line with Santa, the Tooth Fairy, the Easter Bunny. I always thought, you know, after watching, like, movies like Top Gun, Iron Eagle, um, that there was always going to be, like, a a last line of defense for for this country, like, no matter what. There's always going to be the thing that always will come out and save it. You know, that's always stashed in the bunker, hundred years old, waiting to come out. It's it's us. You know, it's the people. We are we are why the government exists in the first place. We're the ones to save it. You know. I used to think like ah, you know, I don't like this guy. I don't like that guy. I'm not going to vote. Your non-vote is just as dangerous as the wrong vote. <laughs> so you you can't really get out of being a U.S. citizen. You know, it's your duty. So get out there and vote. Excellent point, David Jr. We definitely wanted everybody to exercise their constitutional right to vote. It is definitely um, something that you have to do if you're not sure who to vote for. Um, and you just pray and ask God and he will direct your steps. I'm, I'm definitely a huge believer in that. And um, we definitely, today's topic is uh, corruption, and we've definitely covered uh, a lot of different things on the topic of corruption today. Um, 
I just also wanted to um, ask David uh, a question. Uh, one thing that I have looked at uh, is is CERN. Should we be concerned about CERN? I know that there's a British physicist um, who has sound the alarm that it is an evil, corrupt um, organization that does not have uh, a, a um, their mission is not one that is good. So I wanted to ask you because why do we need, uh, why do they need a 16 mile long um, LHC collider 585, buried 580 feet, 580 feet below the ground. What is the purpose of that? You know, I've been looking at CERN and trying to figure out what is their agenda? What are they trying to accomplish? Why, why, why have this big black hole generating machine? What's the purpose? David, you have any thoughts? Should we be concerned about CERN? Before my dad goes, I'll, I'll definitely say it's weird. And uh, he brought to my attention, you know, in the Bible, it, there's, there's, and I'm not a, um, a consistent church going man. I do know how to respect it. And, you know, whether I'm away from it or right underneath it, you know, you always give it its reverence. But it, there, there is passages that talk about the fortune or, or, or um, you know, the good that'll come to your life when you when you mind your parents. And uh, at my age, I still listen to my father. Um, it's good. You know, it, but when it comes to CERN, he put me, he, he you know, he brought this to my attention. Uh, they're opening ceremony. Now, you cannot find this on YouTube. And then sometimes if you look for the video, it's deleted, but you can't find pictures on images, Google images. But it was the opening ceremony for CERN. And I'm like, that's demonic. Goat demonic heads. and corrupt, yeah. Goat heads, weird figures. Like, I think human beings, we're, we're, we're to the point now, we're corrupt ourselves. You know, I would assume that because government's corrupt is because humanity without God, myself included, is corrupt. Right. And it just spreads. It infects right. everything. Right. You know, you don't even have to be in a government. You don't have to be in this country. You could be somewhere else on an island with a family. If that's corrupt, that's going to fall apart. Just something simple. Right. You know, when they started taking God out of everything. I remember when you go to school first thing in the morning, you stood up, looked at the TV, looked at the flag, the music played, you put your hand over your chest, uh, you gave it up to God and you gave it up to the country. Right. Um, that's right. They don't do that no more. Or some places they don't. And shout yeah. out to the people that still do. Right. Exactly. Um, That's good. But, That's um, good. Yeah. So I, I, I just wanted to bring up CERN because it's, it's, it's definitely has a diabolical, sinister agenda. They even admitted that they want to contact parallel universes. Why? It's almost like going back to the Tower of Babel in the, in the Bible when they had decided they were going to build a tower that's going to reach God. It's almost that same type of attitude all over again, but using it. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So um, I just think the whole from the opening ceremony until now, as you as you mentioned, the opening ceremony until now is a corrupt organization with a corrupt agenda. 
And I just thank God that God is in control because if you if you didn't have the um, the uh, paradigm or the mindset for the worldview that God is in control, it could be a scary time with COVID-19, with all the natural disasters that's going on with the uh, famines because of the locusts in the Middle East and Africa. The locusts have eaten millions of crops. So over 150 million people are facing famine and food insecurity. Uh, so much going on in the world. I mean, it didn't make much media this year, but the, the Navy, the United States Navy came out this year in 2020, video footage, pictures saying that they had interaction with the UFO. So it didn't get much media attention. So a lot of people didn't talk about it. But if you don't have the realization that God is in control, 2020 could be a scary year. But because we are secure in our foundation of Jesus Christ and who he is in our lives, we don't fear. And we just, we are still offering the 366 um, fear not scriptures, God in his divine sovereignty and um, wisdom uh, did put 366 uh, scriptures in the Bible, encouraging us not to fear, fear not, do not be dismayed. And if you want a copy of that, you can write me at two witness at protonmail.com and I'll be happy to get you a copy. And thank you for listening to the Two Witnesses podcast. You're here with Dave Celeste and Dave Jr. Today's topic is corruption. Dave, I'm going to shoot it back to you. Uh, on Celestine, I just uh, received word that we're having technical difficulties on that end. Okay. But um, <laughs> yeah, okay. uh, on behalf of my father and I, um, definitely to the listening audience, thank you. And, you know, most of the time it's, you're bouncing these ideas off like-minded people, which is great because it's just it's the reinforcement. But the the nice the the other thing about it is someone who else may be in a different mode of thinking, you know. And like I say too, I respect God, I respect the Bible, and I know for a fact I'm not where I need to be. That you know that doesn't give me a reason to keep doing what I'm doing. But I I know where to come to when 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 it's about to you know, hit the fan, but hopefully I'm already in there situated and tucked in where I need to be. But, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, this me. world itself, this world itself will not, will not sustain you. It's, it's, it's not enough. Um, even if you had everything, you know, and look at these people that are so corrupt, they're giving up everything to get what in return. Right. And they have to give up more to get more because being right. corrupt is just, you know, it, it spreads. Right. So. Yeah. Or even at the point where some of them and some companies are starting to chip their employees as a way to um, log in, you know, for your shift. You have the implant in your hand and things like that. And, and, and why would you, why would someone agree to that? You know, yeah. I think you couldn't even hypnotize me into believing anything like that. That's that's just no good on Celestine. It's no good. <laughs> I definitely agree with you on that. Um, and, and you made an important um, point that you definitely know what the answers are to your spiritual health. And there may be some other people that are listening and say, hey, I don't think I'm really where I need to be. You know, God made it really simple for us to get right with him. He said it just takes a simple confession with your mouth and belief in your heart that he raised Jesus Christ from the dead. 
and your salvation. Your name is secure. Your access is granted into the Lamb's Book of Life. So I'm going to say a quick prayer. There may be someone else out there that's feeling like I'm not where I need to be, but I'd like to, you know, be secure in my position with the Lord Jesus Christ. And ready to pray this prayer. Um, Father, in the name of Jesus, we bring to you, Lord God, those that are seeking answers of their relationship with you, O oh God. We thank you that you've made it simple for someone to have their salvation and you secure. It just takes a simple prayer. Romans 10, 9 and 10. You said if if, our, if people will confess with their mouth and believe in their heart that Jesus Christ was raised from the dead, that they are saved and their access is granted into the Lamb's book of life. So I pray for anyone who is listening and feel like their relationship with you is not where it needs to be, that you love them, that your, your goal and your will for them is salvation, that your patience and not exacting judgment upon the United States of America and the world is because you want to give more people time to accept you and have their sins atoned for by the blood of Jesus Christ and his death on the cross. So I pray for everyone who's seeking, everyone who wants to know that they are secure in their eternal salvation, that their soul trajectory, should you crack the sky or should they die, would be eternity in heaven. So Lord, we thank you in advance for everyone who will pray and accept you today, oh God, to make their their um, lives secure and make their salvation secure. And that soul trajectory will be eternal life in heaven with you. We thank you in advance, Lord God. We know, Lord God, and we pray thanking you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen, Amen again. So, Amen. So um, it's definitely been um, great having this podcast today. And uh, talking about the topic of corruption, your input was invaluable and your time and attention. Thank you for the pleasure of your time. And, um, and, and I hope that this podcast will impact people to be able to, you know, to think about things, to be able to think, analyze, provide solutions and conclusions um, to think on their lives, to think on their eternity, because God has planted eternity in all of our hearts that they will want to make sure that they are prepared both physically and spiritually for what's coming on the earth because prophecies are quickly being fulfilled. And as your dad say, and I agree, things are going to get bad, 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 bad. I would love to be able to sit here and say um, things are going to get better. But um, from what I can see and from every uh, authority that I respect as far as prophecy is concerned, the things are going to get worse. So I want to encourage our listening audience to prepare yourself spiritually and physically for what's coming upon the earth and will continue to happen as things accelerate upon the earth. Uh, so, David, did you have any uh, additional things you'd like to say before we close out the podcast? I would just like to encourage all of our listening audience is to, again, pray. Number two, repent. And number three, ask for wisdom. And ask, to be, ask for supernatural protection during these times because you're going to need some covering. You're going to need a lot of covering as we go through this. There's going to be uh, just unimaginable shocks to our system, particularly after the election is over with going into next year. Uh, 
and these two opposing sides, uh, you're going to see a lot of violence, and that may even include uh, curfews and uh, military troops in the street and uh, being under martial law for a temporary period of time while we uh, throw off this old system and throw on a new system and really become the constitutional republic that our founders envision us to be instead of one hijacked by all these evildoers. So I want to encourage people, keep your chin up, smile, have joy. And as Jesus was fond of saying to new people, fear not. Fear not. Amen. Well, we want to thank you for listening to the Two Witness Podcast today. You're here with Dave, Celeste, and David Jr. We appreciate you listening. If you have any questions, any comments, any feedback you'd like to give us, please contact us at twowitness at protonmail.com. That's two W-I-T-N-E-S-S at P-R-O-T-O-N-M-A-I-L.com. Send us your comments, your feedback. Any information you want to give us or any information you'd like to see us cover on the podcast, please email us and we'll be happy to respond to your email within 24 hours. We love you. Jesus loves you more and stay safe.